This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. Listening to the Do Not Smack Your Eyes podcast. My name is Justin. And I'm Peter. And this is the Opposition View Blackpool edition. Uh, without a Blackpool podcast to talk to, so it's uh, it's going to be kind of filling in and making do. Um, filling, filling in is the order of the day, bearing in mind Carl is stuck somewhere on the London Underground. I mean, we've done these so far without the opposition, but without Carl as well. Yes. Yeah, I did see uh, he sent a prediction in via WhatsApp earlier. So We know what it is, but we should get to the predictions we will. at a stage. We will get to the predictions. Stage. Yeah. So, um, should, before we go on to uh, Blackpool... I nearly said Blackburn. These games are coming thick and fast, Peter. I can never, I never know who we're playing from one week to the next. Um, let's talk about Swansea very quickly. Wednesday night, having had time to digest that, it was well poor, wasn't it? Really, it wasn't helped with the interruptions. I don't think um, it wasn't helped with the injuries. Um, bit of a worrying uh, defence that we've got left fit to play after yes, that. Yes, indeed. Or Slavin's already come out and said uh, a number of players aren't fit, um, you know, including including uh, Gasper, but I'm sure we'll get over that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fairly quickly. Yeah, but, but you know, I mean, we were talking after the game and people were saying, well, Morris did okay. I mean, he had a few crosses that landed in the rookery, but that notwithstanding, he did okay. You know, you can't blame him. Pollock came on and, you know, both of those two making their debuts, that is long-term a positive for the club. But we, we've we gone through injuries at the back where we're not 
that strong anyway. Um, I know that Truce de Kong has come back into the squad for the trip to, uh, to to Blackpool for certain. And Sierra Alter, I think, is going to be getting a late check to see if he's there. The other thing that, that was mentioned was Courtney Hawes, who was um, at Stoke was on the bench, having apparently had caught something not good enough to be you know kind of fully in the starting 11, was mentioned uh, because he wasn't included at all then against Swansea as being uh, a little bit longer term than he had hoped. I mean, for me, longer term, he would have hoped I would have liked to have seen him come on at half time personally yeah. because I think Courtney Halls is a tremendous tremendous asset to the club but somebody did suggest that his knee has got certain glass like qualities about it we, we want uh, we want Courtney to get uh, alive well and back into that back four as it stands now so mm. we shall see but we're certainly carrying a depleted squad going to Blackpool there's talk but- about Trusty Kong going right back isn't there have I seen that on social media? Somebody uh, can play? I, have, oh. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. As I said, being nice to Truce to Kong was going to be my you know new season resolution and probably would have lasted about 25 minutes, but he would not see much of him. But he's a right-sided player. Uh, makes more sense having him there than anybody else there. I think it was I think it was Greg said, you know, I'd put a cone there as long as I have Hassan tomorrow on the yes. left. Because we saw at Stoke what an asset he can be. Swansea pressed us. They pressed us really hard and they pressed us really far up and stopped us getting out. And the the you know the midfield wasn't right. The defense were all over the place. So we weren't able to get him out and and u- utilizing him as an asset as we did against Stoke. We know we need to play at a much quicker tempo. The passing needs to be fastly the movement needs to be there a whole range of improvements but of course Bilic came in would have had a, a, a few days with the international players having got back before Stoke yeah. he had Stoke on the Sunday Monday would have probably been a day off or a recovery day Tuesday would have probably been a recovery session in preparation for Wednesday he's then had Thursday Friday and there we are tomorrow so he's really not had long enough to work on trying to get these guys up to a level of tempo or really into a pattern of play he's making do and mending which is which is very difficult for him bearing in mind we know that uh, that how should we put this we have an owner who is uh, who is likely to judge short term on results and results only so you know he needs to be uh, he needs to be trying to get those as soon as possible for the owner of the club doesn't really matter what the fans say no it's, it's what the owners do that brings us on to tomorrow then, I guess. As I say, I think it's going to be interesting to see who he, who he puts out. Imran Loser, I don't think he had quite the effect on the on the team against Swansea as he did against Stoke. Well, what do you we, think? Because, because Stoke didn't press us anything like as hard as, as Swansea did, we had the we had the ball played in the centre back into the right back, and then it got played, you know, literally straight through all the way either into uh, into Davis or into Saar or sometimes into Loser. And Loser was able to get on and support. He doesn't. A lot of people have said, "Oh, he was playing too far up." He's a defensive midfielder. He is not a defensive midfielder. We have played him in defensive midfield for the parts of the season that he's played because we didn't have anybody to build from the back, aka Will Hughes. Yeah. So we kind of we kind of slotted him in where he had to go. He can play further up. The problem is you've got to get him the ball there. There's no point saying, well, we didn't get loser into the game. We didn't get Saar into the game. We didn't get Semmer into the game. We didn't get Davis into the game mm. because they were further up and the passing from the back was absolutely fucking pathetic. To be quite frank, it was awful. Yeah. The pass the passing rate was, you know, dropped dropped off the charts from Stoke because Swansea had come and pressed us. They'd done a very good job on us. We have to give credit to the opposition. They came and did a superb job. And they had that Matt Grimes number eight sitting there in front of the back four, sweeping up anything that was going to try and get in there. What we needed to do, or what Billich might have wanted to do, would have been to if he'd had the option, was to bring somebody who is an out and out central aggressive midfielder and planted him on on the Matt Grimes. Because 
because that would have given us a pop, an opportunity to nullify them because yeah. that was how the game turned. But hey ho, that's you know that uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. It's it's what it is. Billich is still trying to find out quite what he's got, and at the time he was looking to try to uh, you know get our way into the game. And if they hadn't have had a uh, you know the, the the free kick with the ball going in and Cabaselli leaving his man basically within you know I, I've I've applied for properties with with less ground footage than than, than that player had. <laughs> You know, yeah, so yeah. you know, you know, <laughs> I love Cavaselli. I love anybody who's been at our club for a very long time, with the exception of Andre Gray and and, mem- and certain members of the hierarchy. But that notwithstanding, you've got to do better in that. You've got to be. You've got to be on there. You've got to either, you know, as they always say, you take the man or the, or the ball. I'm not saying you take the man out, but you you, you know you defend bodily. Mm. Mm. You basically make sure he cannot get good contact on it. You make sure he's not getting a hundred percent because all he needed to do was literally knock it back across goal and Backman stood no chance it was very bad but enough of that let's look to tomorrow yes exactly so have you got uh, some facts and figures or something about Blackpool well, see if we've got no Blackpool person to speak to we um, don't yeah well well, we have the uh, the the potted unofficial history of, of Blackpool let's have a quick listen to that Do not scratch your eyes, potted, unofficial history of Blackpool Football Club. Blackpool is located in Lancashire and became a holiday and day trip destination in the 1840s when a train line connected it to the northern industrial towns. Since then it has become famous for donkey rides, amusements and the originally named Blackpool Tower. The town's football club was formed in 1887 and played at two grounds before finally settling at their present ground of Bloomfield Road in 1901. Blackpool, who play in tangerine-coloured shirts, appointed Joe Smith as manager in 1935 and stayed in position until 1958. That's right, a manager in place for 23 years and one world war. You can make up your own punchline there, Watford fans. During that time, Blackpool reached the FA Cup final in 1948 and 1951, failing to win, but eventually lifted the cup in 1953 in what became known as the Matthews Final, after Blackpool wing wizard Stanley Matthews, despite the fact that Blackpool forward Stan Mortensen scored a hat-trick in the game. Blackpool beat Bolton Wanderers 4-3 in the game, with Blackpool 3-1 behind. Then, Matthews inspired a late comeback, with the final two goals scored in the 89th and 92nd minute. Blackpool's recent past has resembled a roller coaster on its seafront promenade, the Golden Mile, being promoted to the Premier League in 2010, but by 2016 relegated to the bottom division, League Two. However, in mirroring the ups and downs, they have fought back and are now in their second season as a championship club and under the stewardship of Michael Appleton. So uh, this season we mentioned there Michael Appleton. Backpool have been up and down a bit before before he's come in, as we as I, as we mentioned on that. There, they finally got rid, I think, in twenty nineteen of, of the Oyston family who right. used to who used to own them. It was the father, and I think the father went to went to the Nick, and the son was even worse than the father, and all sorts of things. They'd owned the club for something like thirty two years, but in the last 10, 15 years of their time, it was it, it, it they've had a they've had a devil of a time. They stand at the moment twenty first in the table. Yeah. Um. And 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 according and according to our non appearing Blackpool expert Richard. Hunt, who was our QPR guest's postman. Yes, that's the level we're stooping <laughs> to, people. Yes, yes, so our expert is the postman of our QPR expert. That's that's where we're well, at. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think our listeners know the level to which 
which we will stoop and we yeah. will probably go, we will yes. probably dip further. The it's fact that this not is going quite to be AFTV, out, is it? Let's be honest. The, the fact that this is going to come out very late on a Friday probably gives you an idea of how lastminute.com yes. this all is. Um, Absolutely. But the, basically, the fans aren't best pleased with Michael Appleton, who replaced Neil Critchley, who people will remember when we were talking about young, innovative British coaches. Neil Critchley's name of Blackpool was, yes. was mentioned quite a lot because hmm. he bought them up from League One the previous uh, the previous season stabilized them in the premier in the, in the championship i should say last season and had done well appleton though has actually managed previously at blackpool mm. uh, for 11 games 11 games a managerial period yeah. lasting 11 games when have you ever heard of that's the like? familiar isn't it yeah mm. it's quite familiar but 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 he did it 11 games before he resigned to go and take over at Blackburn. I mean, Blackburn and Blackpool aren't necessarily out-and-out rivals, but it wouldn't have gone particularly very long. And the funny thing was, when he got to Blackburn, he didn't last very much longer. I think he lasted about two days longer than he'd lasted at, uh, at Blackpool. So there's 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 a fair amount of impatience with him already. He's been there, he's burnt them once, and now he's, he's back in. They're 21st in the table. They're not doing a great deal. They have played a variety of formations. They have played. You waiting for this? Go on. Four, four, one, four, one. Okay. Three, three times. Okay. They have they have played four, two, three, one, which we're now playing under Billich yep. once. Yeah. They have played four, four, two twice. Yeah. They have played three, four, three, three times. Right. And they have played four, three, three, four times. Right. Now that all sounds like the old famous result of East five four four five five. It does a bit, yes. yes. But there, but there's five different formations that mm. he's played in the the same kind of twelve games. Yeah. So he he clearly is looking for whatever he's trying to find, and probably has got no further forward with it than 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 Rob Edwards had got previously. Mm. Added to that, the cut off of the transfer window, they lost their talisman right winger, Josh Bowler, who moved to Forest and then was immediately shipped off to Olympiacos on loan. And he was really their kind of their talisman. He, if, if you if you look through a Blackpool showreel of the last couple of years, it's basically Josh Bowler, his beard, his long hair and his goals. Basically, that's about it. Right. Um, add to that, they've got lots of injuries, which I believe makes our, uh, makes our postman friend some somewhat less than optimistic. Right, yeah. But we shall see. We shall see. Hi, this is Benjamin Bloom. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. 4141. What's that? The the aeroplane formation or something. That seems like a very odd formation. 4141. You you play a four, you play the one in front. He's a sweeper, effectively, is he? No, you're playing like Matt Grimes or like like uh, Will Hughes did in front of the back four. So right. standard back four, yeah. you're parking one person in front, then you have a bank of four and you have a single striker up front. So that 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 bank of four in the middle can basically push on and support a bit a bit more because they know they've got a player who's an absolute anchor, and I did mean anchor, yes. sat right in front. Who and it's really a question of saying your responsibilities are this. If you think about the four one four one shape, if the wingers push on, it almost turns into a four three three. Yeah, okay. Because all of these things are, you know, fields and flavours of. But the reports are that that they're not settled, they're not particularly performing well, and uh, and as I say, with a number of injuries. They're they're not they're not doing the greatest. The, um, the, the when when you look at their their stats um, and in terms of assists, no individual player has got more than one assist right, uh, okay. for Blackpool. Now 
you might say, okay, well, that doesn't really, you know, how does that translate? Well, Ken Semmer has got three assists for us. Saar has got two assists. Yao Pedro has got two assists, but they've also got, Pedro's got two goals. Semmer's got three goals. Ismail Saar's got four goals. So they are all weighing in, Yeah. Um, you know, like already. They don't seem to have so many options in terms of when they're going forward, potentially being creative now. We know that it could be the most Watfordy thing in the world that uh, oh, yes. that, that, that that will go and and make them look like Pep Guardiola's first era Barcelona team. Yeah, but tomorrow <laughs> we have to turn up and we have to start imposing ourselves on a game, no matter who the opposition is, and not let them dictate to us. the famous sloping pitch podcast we're following the greatest show on earth but would you like pitch side seats for all the action in qatar the heat the goals the drama well so would we but why not join me nick hancock in stoke-on-trent and co-host chris england in london's sw16 every game live from england the famous sloping pitch podcast we think this tournament could be okay sport social it was there was an interesting call on um, Sunday, sorry, because it was a Stoke game from John Parslow. Uh, as everybody knows, John is very positive, and he turned around and said, "You know, look, he was, you know, felt very bad about it in terms of going down, but I wouldn't." You know, he said, "I have to adjust my relationship with the club and with the owners, mm. so that what I what I have to what I have to judge them on now is the results." Mm. And you go, "It's that's fair enough." If all Gino is going to make the judgment on managers based on results, then how can we judge Gino on anything other than the results? realistically yeah, yeah true very true so, it, so it's there's not going to be an awful lot of time for slav to to be able to do it. there should be a lot of patience for the man because he's got to come in he's got to do what he's got to do the impatience shouldn't be with the manager the impatience should be with the ownership if he's changing it to get the results and he keeps making changes that don't result in good results one thing finally also just to add uh, rumored to bring in um julian dix who was yeah, yeah. uh who was uh, Billich's assistant or one of his coaches, both at West Ham and also at West Brom. Uh, that seems to be rumoured to be not far away. Uh, we could put him on penalties. That would be good because he yeah, used yeah. to take the Maladini. Um, just looking at um, players that have played for both teams. Now, you, I know you've got a, a couple that you've already kind of sorted yes. out or found. Uh, I'm just looking through the list here of, of, of Blackpool players, and I've come across Dave Bamber, yes. uh, who I'm oh. assuming is the Dave Bamber that, that played for us. Dave Bamber, absolutely, played for us under Steve Harrison back in 89. And we he got is him from the bar- Swindon, I think, didn't we? We did, yes. Well, yeah, good memory, good memory yeah, there. Yeah. But, but he'd, he'd already played at Blackpool at the time. He'd already kind of, he, that, that, was, that, was the, uh, that was his boyhood team. He kind of ripped it up there. And uh, he came to us, I think he only played about 18 games, got about three or four goals, played yeah. alongside Paul Furlong. I remember against Birmingham and Plymouth in the early part of that season. And they looked like, oh my God, wow, we've got two players who are both tall and quite dynamic. But mm. both with mullets six. as well, I think. If I remember we right. had a fabulously mulleted <laughs> front line, I have to say, yeah. uh, and indeed back line on the hairline. Obviously. Yes, indeed. Yeah. The, what Steve Harrison became famous for was his impatience with the players. He couldn't, he didn't have what that needed to be, and so he moved on. And he ended up going back to Blackpool, scoring again another shed loads of goals. And he is, he is basically a local legend there. And he is, as I think we mentioned before, Daniel Backman's father-in-law. He is, yeah. He is absolutely. That uh, that would be a great interview, wouldn't it? If we got both both yes, Daniel Beckman yes. and Dave Bamber, and yeah. Daniel Beckman would be sitting there going, "Oh right, okay, so you want to ask me games, and you basically got this old kit just asking Dave Bamber about <laughs> yes. eighteen games in yeah. nineteen eighty nine. Exactly. Yeah, I've also got a David Bardsley as Ooh, Blackpool. Yeah. Uh, I assume that's the David Bardsley that that played for us. 
Um, we signed we signed him from Blackpool. Oh, did we? Um, yeah, and then he then. Uh, oh no, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, he did go to Blackpool a bit later because um, he went to QPR and then he went to Blackpool. He may have started there. I, I could be wrong. I have been wrong. In well, the it past. does actually we say eighty two to eighty three and ninety eight to two thousand. Ah, there you go. Two. Oh, I was I was right. But David Barnsley still playing in the year two thousand. That that seems mm. well. Yeah, he can have twenty year career. He, he yeah, was, I suppose. You know, he, yeah. yeah, I suppose. Mr. Cathcart, Craig Cathcart. Craig Cathcart um, was there playing under uh, Ian Holloway, who was the one who, you know, and I know we don't like Ian Holloway very much because of his, uh, his well, complaints I, about you know loans. What? He's what one of you. those managers that if he was our manager, I'd love him. Same as Neil Warnock. If he was our manager, you'd go, oh, God, we've got Neil Warnock. He's fantastic. But as soon as he's on an, an opposition team, you can't stand the man. I, I always thought that, you know, these sort of, I don't want to use the word comedy managers because that doesn't, it, it doesn't have any credibility to what they do. But these character. kind of character, yeah. there you go, character managers. I, I, I kind of grudgingly admire them and in fact if you've never read um neil warnock's autobiography i suggest you do it's fantastic it's absolutely fantastic however normally when i'm saying somebody's a character what i'm really being is polite for saying he's a complete (laughs) 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 absolutely in uh in old uh, in old Holloway's case, I think I would be bang accurate on that, but never mind. Okay. Yeah, no, he was there, but Cathcart played there. Who else have you got there on your list? Oh, well, I've actually got Steve Harrison here, defender nineteen seventy one to nineteen seventy eight. Yes, he was. A, yeah, he's originally from Blackpool. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I know. Yeah. I I, uh, I babysat for Steve Harrison. Well, there you go. What? There you go. What's this? But, well. When when my when my mum lives, which is kind of opposite the harvester as it is now, used to be the two bridges yes. on the Mayfair estate. There, there's a number of court. We were at number three. A friend of mine lived at number three, Cavendish Court, and uh, Steve Harrison lived at number five, Grover Court. While he and, was managing um, Watford or was playing while for Watford? he was while he was playing for Watford, and I remember going in and it was it, it was my mate Russ who would actually babysit because they they kind of literally lived opposite each other, whereas I just kind of lived around the corner. And uh, and it was like, oh yeah, we kind of and I kind of like wander around downstairs and. And there is there is resplendently a black and white picture of him captaining Watford <laughs> against Southampton, shaking Kevin Keegan's hand, and it was the four nil defeat that we had prior to the seven one comeback. Right, but he got it, and he he got that up on the wall. There, there, there he was, you know, shaking hands with uh, with, with with Kevin Keegan. So there you go, bloody there hell. you go, there you go. And of course, uh, one other would be uh, a certain well, manager. Would be a certain manager. Uh, who also lasted eleven games recently? Uh, <laughs> Someone Mr. we Rob know Edward. well, yeah, Rob Mister Mister Rob Edwards yeah. was there alongside Craig Cathcart, which is why he knew him beforehand as well. Um, so yeah, lots of uh, lots of Watford slash Blackpool connections. But Superb. anyway, yes, we must come to. The predictions, we the must. exciting part As of all we of must. this nonsense. Yes, yeah, and I'm still <laughs> yes. going last, even though there's You're still no opposition, last. no Carl. I'm still going last. So, so the prediction league is still standing, six points, six points for EFL and for Carlos, and for yourself still sitting on seven points, meaning you still have to go last because you're leading. <sighs> so, what was the uh, what was the forecast? Well, um, the forecasted <laughs> score from Richard Honey's postman, Blackpool supporting postman. Well, um, the message I got from Richard Honey was um, it's even more tenuous than that, actually, Peter. It's if you don't, more te- if you you don't more mind tenuous? me saying, it's more tenuous. My prediction on his behalf, based on conversations within the last week. <laughs> so it's not even Richard so Honey's postman's <laughs> prediction, it's Richard so Honey. Taking- 
So we're taking a QPR <laughs> fan who got he got the bloody he got three of the points he for did. the EFL. He did well, Richard. Yeah. Richard, yeah. <laughs> we're now taking his informed thought. And what is he predicting? He's saying four 0 to Watford. Uh, oh, well, so fine. he's not that's very confident. Fine, we, no, well done, Richard. Well done. Sir. He said well done. Uh, no bowler and injury ravaged yeah. um, and getting pissed off with Appleton. That's what he's put in his message to me. So he, there you are. The EFL are saying 4-0 to Watford. And Carlos has weighed in, I believe, with 3-1 to the Hornets. He's still he's, he's going for a positive reaction. He's looking for, obviously, the, the away form to continue under Billich. That's what he's after, I imagine. I can confirm his message says Blackpool 1, Watford 3, yeah, on the uh, WhatsApp group. So I've got to come so over we, to the We fall to you, and for the first time in many, many weeks... 1-1's one, one, not been one taken, yeah. Is an option. Now, do I throw that dart towards the 1-1 one, one score, or do I... Look more positive than I think. Well, we've had a very convincing win away, a very poor home defeat. So let's have a draw, right? And let's do one-one. Let's do one-one. Let's do it. Let's do it. On based on nothing in particular. I'm not, you know, I'm not studying charts or, you know, I'm just literally plucking a score out of the air. But one-one's been very good to me. So you, you and the phrase "based on nothing in particular" have become synonymous with <laughs> yeah, one another. Got to be. And, and all I can say is, right, it's a little bit like appointing Gianluca Vialli as manager. We did it because we could, not because we should. Yes. And that seems to be your reasoning going, oh, I can finally play 1-1, yeah. so I shall. That's pretty okay. much it. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I'm going to go with 1-1. I mean, I, I don't know. I think the game against Stoke, like you say, Stoke weren't particularly good, were they? They were leaving gaps all over the place. We exploited yeah. that and we scored four goals. Plus we had you know a bit of new manager bounce, perhaps. perhaps. And loser as well was looking fairly tasty when he came on, blah, 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 blah. You know, come up against an opposition that presses you, we're not doing very well, so I guess it depends on how Blackpool play. But I can't see where we're, you know, the defense. Our defense is decimated. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. So that might mean that Blackpool's yeah one one. Let's go with one one. I love Come the on, fact. One, one. I love the fact, Justin, that you are more down about our chances than Richard Honey's imaginary <laughs> Blackpool supporting <laughs> postman. I know, but yeah, he's actually done that by proxy. I think yeah. if I spoke to my postman he would have said this i mean talk about tenuous it's fantastic oh, this is this is this is this is going even lower than we thought we would normally it's right brilliant. We, we, people we get, we're gonna go i'm gonna reach out um tomorrow to to people from from norwich and millwall and maybe not from mordor but you know uh for our next we're gonna have these people lined up we're going to improve this incredibly shoddy slot that we are doing that we started off with great levels of Great levels of enthusiasm and uh, and energy, and it's just fallen off a cliff. It's yeah. pathetic. I actually, Carl wasn't even going to approach a um, an M one derby uh, prediction or opposition view. I think you. I think we have to. I think by ignoring, we should, them, we should, we should, we should, we should, we should. We should Offer an olive branch and say, listen, come on, we'll have a chat. We'll all be civil. We'll, we'll make some predictions. Also, I, I think uh, we need to try and chase uh, some certain three counties radio presenters that said they might do something Ooh, with us. That would be um, good. That that would be good as well. Anyway, listen, we'll be doing a space, won't we, uh, after the match? Well, she we will be. indeed. We will indeed. So, so join in with that. They've been they've been great fun recently. Um, we're getting a lot of new voices on, which is nice. Uh, not that it's not you know nice to hear the regulars, but it's nice to get some new voices on as well. So that's fantastic. If you do want to join in with the space and you're listening there's a little button at the bottom that says request you press that button we know you want to talk because we get a list of people that want to talk uh, and then we try and bring you in usually in the order that you've requested to speak and, and come on and join in because um 
yeah, I think, you know, if you've listened to enough, you've got the tone of it. We're, we're kind of open to all opinions and um, and to everybody to, to, to have their say. So do pop on and uh, join us. It'd be lovely to, to talk to you. That will be probably, as we're away, probably close to... Sort of oh, final it'd be whistle. straight after kickoff, really. Yeah, uh, straight after kickoff, straight after the final whistle. We can do uh, one through the whole match if you like, Peter. I think. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be ninety minutes long, and it'd be me sitting there going, "Hello, hello, why isn't anybody here?" No, yeah. it's um, no, you're you're right. And there was a, there was some stuff last week. I mentioned it on uh, on last week's spaces where uh, some people online said, uh, you know, to us about, well, you know, it'd be really nice if uh, somebody did something for the silent majority. And of course, the silent majority kind of tend to veer away from uh, from things that are non-silent and communicative but we've put this out there and if you're if you're one of the guys who and we get loads of people who come on and listen you know do send us a message do send us a message uh, you know attached to the uh, to the twitter spaces if you're listening to it you can click on there and, and literally just send us a text message or do a five word review or anything at any point do let us know if you don't want to come on and just actually kind of you know have a chinwag you know let, let us know via that because it is important to, to try to get as many people as possible we know not everybody's online we can't get to absolutely everybody and the side majority are hard to get hold of but as we said a lot of a lot of new people coming on have have a lot of very very salient points and very interesting uh positions on things so uh, we we do welcome everybody and all who come on we're, we're so grateful thank you absolutely and if you're listening to this traveling up have a very safe and enjoyable day um, we hope, desperately uh, hope the game is better than this podcast <laughs> <laughs> or better organized in any way well yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you get up there and like you know playing at right back for us is uh, is somebody called Richard Honey's Postman, you'll know why <laughs> yes. he wasn't available to come on here. Written on the back of his shirt says Honey's Postman. You go, who's he? When did we sign <laughs> this yeah. guy? Trialist, trialist, trialist one. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, listen, Good we'll stuff. catch up with you soon. Um, thank you very much for listening. Um, and yeah, we'll catch up with you after the match about five o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, we will catch up with you very very soon. <laughs> you ons, you Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.